Offbeat Sports Podcast. I was a tale of two seasons for the Boston Celtics. I probably aged about 10 years just from that series. I'd probably compare myself to you know, just a younger, smarter, more handsome, stronger Michael Jordan. Let's go Celtics. Go Patriots. These are these are guys who, when they when you give them a bowl of Cheerios in the morning, they finish every last drop of milk. Absolute uh, clown over here. I'm ready when you are, baby. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Offbeat Sports Podcast. Me, Harry, and Aiden are back to talk a little bit about the the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, such a shame, right? Atrocious, well, so honestly. Good good news is Celtics are coming back soon. Celtics, but that's right. We're, hey. Sadly, we're here to talk about the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, this is we'll be here, we'll be back to talk about the Celtics a little bit later, but for now. We'll talk about the Patriots. So, I mean, where should we start? <laughs> Mac Jones, Belichick, offensive uh, line. I feel like I feel like an easy way to start, and like we can add context if we want, but like just a simple: do we save it or do we tank? Uh, you can't tank. I, I think tanking is the dumbest thing ever. I go. I think you need. I, I would. I, I. I will never root for them to lose. I just think that's. It. It's. It's such a dumb, dumb strategy, and like, yeah, but like, we're not we're the Patriots. We're not Chicago or like, yeah, yeah. You you want to think about it. You want to think about it as Even not Carolina necess- doesn't have their pick. <laughs> like you want you want to think about it as not necessarily a rebuild, but more of like just a retooling. I feel like with mm-hmm. Belichick at the helm and Kraft uh, owning the team, they'll never actually tank or rebuild, but mostly just retool get some new guys in there get some elite talent all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give you my mac jones hot take all right wait, i think that i, I think that i think that's gonna rebuild oh sorry harry go so you know you're, you're the military guy I'm... i think you, you should be leaning one way. yeah i mean you know big guns you know uh Harry just drives I, a tank through his wall and he's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, cause like it sucks. Cause I think, I think like we're in a better position now to tank than we are to even try and like make something positive out of the season. Cause like we've had six games and nothing, nothing good has come from it. Our win is against the Jets. Do you, I, do you think nothing though? I mean, okay. So this is well, where I'm realistically, at. what do you what do you see as a positive right well, now? The, the only thing I okay, see as a we, positive is that Mac is that Ramondre just got 16 yards, and that's our biggest well, gain well, of a run this season. What I can't figure out is why we had so much success against the Eagles and the Dolphins, but then we struggled against the Saints and the Raiders. That's where I can't. Why can't we? If we could get back to how we we're playing those first two weeks, like then we could put together a. F- a more respectable season than we were putting together right now. And here's where my head's at. And I'll give you my Mac Jones hot take because I think that will get a ball rolling with this whole debate. I think with Mac Jones, you could be a playoff team. You could you could be like a second-round playoff team if you gave him an offensive line in one – maybe one receiver. Um, okay, because, like, you got to think. Matt, so – Right now, he probably has one to two seconds to throw every every play because of how bad our offensive line is. Vidarian Lowe is basically a turnstile at that right tackle position. So as soon as he's getting that ball, he's having to try and run for his life. So, like, you got to think, if they had, like, say, 
I'm trying to think of a good offensive line. There's not many left. Uh, Dallas. Dallas is a good offensive line still, right? Yeah. yeah. If they have the Dallas offensive line, like you can't tell me. Eagles offensive line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could. You couldn't tell me he'd be a hell of a lot more effective. I like even it was week week one and week two. We didn't even we let up like only one or two sacks in the, each game, and in the offensive line actually didn't look that bad. And, he, and look, Mac put three hundred sixteen yards up on the Eagles, which is one of the best defenses in the league. Two hundred thirty one against the Dolphins, but at a seventy three point eight percent completion percentage, and he looked he actually looked good. And everyone was like. Yeah, they lost, but I wouldn't necessarily put those losses on Mac Jones. Yeah, he could have done more, but like a 91 passer rating and 84 passer rating is not bad. He had an 85 passer rating against the Jets, surprisingly, but a little bit less efficiency completion wise. But like, my thing is, you could get away. You could get away with Mac Jones. I don't. By no means am I saying Mac Jones is the answer, and he is he going to be some stud QB. But this kid has been put through hell, and. And I, I, this is my order of like anger offensive line, wide receivers, Mac Jones. And that's well, to tie into that cross, I think you have to look back at just a string of bad decisions uh, made from the GM spot. Think about over the years, we lost Joe Tooney, Shaq Mason, countless other starting linemen that lost about one each year that just were never really replaced. And I remember when we drafted Mac, people were saying, like, we have a great offensive line. It's a perfect spot for him. He's with Belichick. He'll get protection. And ever since then, slowly dwindled to the point where it is now, where game one against the Eagles, he has to attempt over 50 passes because we can't run the ball. He doesn't have time to throw either. So it's like, Mm. over time, our line has just gotten worse. Um, Yeah, and then you got to look at the injuries, too. Like you were saying, we played so much worse the last couple weeks. We lost Gonzo the first quarter of the game against Dallas. Very next play is a 50-yard C.D. Lamb touchdown. Then we lose Judon for the season in that game. And it's just the injuries are piling up, and the bad decisions by Belichick as a GM of just – it's all coming to catch up to us in the same season, which is really unfortunate. Here's where I give Bill credit. He built a really good defense, and he's built enough depth on this defense that they're still performing pretty well. I mean, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, they were doing fine until that game got out of hand. Same with the same with the Saints game for the most part. They weren't, they're not creating as many turnovers as they usually do. But like the Raiders game, they looked pretty good. Like I mean, the the defense is by far not the problem. So I give credit for the for Bill that. I mean, he's a defensive mind. He's he's nailed he's nailed his side, but and from what I'm hearing, it seems like offensive responsibilities GM wise has fallen onto that macro guy. And if that's true, that macro guy's horrendous. Yeah, Bill's kind of still in charge, but it seems like he was more delegating. And in my opinion, I actually and Harry, I'll let you respond to the whole Mac Jones thing before I get into Bill Belichick cuz I got I got a whole another monologue for So that. so with Mac, right? It's it's hard. It's so hard for me to fight for him cuz I do. Like I in my in my heart of hearts in my heart of hearts, I do think Mac could be good. Right? And I'm not saying great. I don't think Mac is destined for a, a Hall of Fame career. I don't think Mac is destined for even a Super Bowl run. But in my heart of hearts, I think with Mac Jones heading the helm, 
with the right coaching, because I mean, look at the kid, dude. He looks he looks miserable. Miserable. You can see it on his face. He looks miserable. He hates it right now. Hates his life because all it is is just flash and like backlash from the media. The whole the whole reporting side of things, the entire office in the background, everything is just like, hey, Mac and Billy, you guys are both trash. Um, and I can see, you know, I can see why. And all of me wants to be like, it's not Mac's fault, which granted, nothing's ever 100% anybody's fault. But it's it's like it's it's like a 50-50 for me at this point. And it's like I, I'm I'm pissed at the both of them. I'm pissed at Bill. I'm pissed at Mac. I think we've just made terrible GM decisions over the past three years. Cause look at what we were when Mac what came to us. We were a decent team, you know, still in the rebuilding stage. But that's what I'm saying. We had just gotten into our second year of the rebuilding stage and found our quarterback, and he played the best of that rookie class. And now look at us. In three years, what have we done to improve Mac? What have we done to make him more confident throwing the ball? What have we done to give him weapons so he can feel that sense of safety? If he throws it out there, he's got a guy that has a pretty good chance of getting it. We haven't given him any pocket prote- protection. We haven't given him any confidence to step on that field and act like he leads the team because we pull him out every goddamn quarter to throw in Malik Cunningham for a negative six-yard run. Uh, we're not doing anything for this team, and we're not doing anything for Mac. And honestly, I, 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 I'm leaning towards the get rid of Mac because I, well, I truly I mean, think- if you have a top five pick and you can get Drake May, then Absolutely. yeah, I mean, you that's get, when you, you move on from but. If you're on seven, don't force it by getting that um, – who's the Washington guy? The Penix guy? Like, don't force it something like yeah. that. Get Either if, get the generational top... guy or go with either, go with a tackle, go with a receiver. Because, again, if you build that offensive line in the draft, in, you can you can get away with one more year, Mac. Like, Honestly, I, I'd, be, I'd be fine without even drafting a quarterback. If we spend round one, two, three, and four on all linemen – just building our linemen like, and receivers care at all. Linemen and receivers. Even 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 receivers, I wouldn't care. I think Juju's I think Juju has potential to still be phenomenal. Clearly he's not his Steelers days of when he was still the wide receiver of the of the year. You know what I mean? But like Devontae actually Parker, he's on that older. point, at that point, that's pissing me off that everyone's like, why did why'd you bring Juju here? Why did you get rid of Jacoby Myers? First of all, Let's be honest. Everyone thought Juju was going to be better than than uh, Jacoby. Yeah, it turns out Juju ended up having the knee injury, and he's ended up like not being great. But when that signing happened, everyone was like, "We upgraded, we upgraded." But like, come on, let's let's not let's not flip now that like, oh yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Like, no, you didn't. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, and I don't get me wrong. I was a big Jacoby Meyer supporter. I loved the backfield that consisted of. Um, I mean, obviously when Edelman was still here, but I love the backfield that consisted of wide receiver one being Jacoby Myers and wide receiver two being Kendrick Bourne. I love Kendrick Bourne. I think Kendrick Bourne's the best wide receiver we have on our roster. Um, mm. He's he's Mister Reliable. That's that's. Max favorite target other than Hunter Henry, as we've seen. Um, but he's he's Mr. Reliable. He's played with what three, four different quarterbacks. No. God, he's played oh. with what five different quarterbacks now? Kendrick Bourne, and he's been oh, consistent yeah. for each of them. And he's been consistent think, for each of them. You can't my thing is Bourne can be a good receiver. He but he's gonna want to be your wide receiver too. You know, you're not, he yeah, can't no, be your top he's guy. not your he's he not your main offense. No. But 
like you got free agents next year. I'm looking like you got Evans, Mike Evans is a free agent, and you got T. Higgins are free agents. If you can get exactly. one of those guys, and then you draft linemen, bolster the defense a little bit, maybe get another pass rusher in there. Um, that's 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 another reason why I'm not even worried about wide receivers in the draft. Because who are we picking? Like up? yeah, yeah, our team looks horrible right now. But realistically, you're probably five five positions away from being a playoff team. Yeah, and I mean, granted, you could say that about a lot of teams right now. You know what no, I mean? No, but like yeah. the the Bears are a mess. The Broncos are a mess. Like those teams are mess. Carolina is a mess. Like those teams are legitimate say, legitimate shit shows. The Patriots. I'd say the Bears. The Patriots are more on like I feel like just unfortunate where their deficiencies are. Well, well I, I just mean, think like, say... sorry, go ahead. Amy. I was just going to say to, to go off your guys's points. Like, I don't know that any quarterback, whether a rookie or even you take a more experienced guy could succeed in the current situation that Mac is having to perform. And, you know, with the, one of the worst offensive lines in football with no real threats, like downfield threats, receiving wise. Um, we've all mm. seen the Devonte Parker drops on loop since Sunday. Like, I mean, it's been a down year for Mondre so far, largely due to the line. It's like, I mean, you bring Brock Purdy in here, it's not going to be any better. You know what I mean? Well, the like, one thing, and the one thing that pisses me off about the Devonte Parker drop, one thing to drop it, which was abysmal. But then in his mm. post game interview, he's like, he's like, well, what did you see? Like. Oh yeah, I pro- I think it hit me in the fingertips and that and like that's why I wasn't able to get it. I'm like, first it, I, I I didn't know your fingertips were in the middle of your palm, buddy. Like yeah. dude, it hit you right in the hand. Like you got to come down with that and in like that's that, that's literally even if you don't believe it, you got you got to straight up be like uh I screwed up. I should have had that one. Like that that's like you got to take responsibility, man. Like moving moving on from Mac. I mean, let's I go back to let's go to Belichick. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to Belichick. All right, my thing with Belichick, in a perfect world, if you could fire him as GM and keep him as a coach, fine. Like that would be ideal. You probably can't do that. So, how do you move forward? I think right now, I think he gave you twenty plus years of success. The least you could do is stick it out with him, let him leave on his own terms, and even if it means you suck for a couple of years. I'm fine with it. I honestly like you got to think this dude gave us 20 plus years of success. Yeah, he had Brady, but he was a huge part of that success. Oh, uh, and, yeah, of course. And I think if I think we owe it to him to to stick it out with him for uh, one or like a couple more years until he's ready to be done and cuz you, you can't drop you can you can't fire Bill Belichick. That's just this is not a thing you can do. Yeah, he yeah he is a huge part of the problem, but you cannot fire Bill Belichick. Yeah, and, I, and and I just don't think that's something that Kraft would do. I think if he really did want to move off of Belichick, it would be more something like "I want you to resign" or "I want you to retire," rather than the media reporting it as him getting fired. Well, I just I, I just that, don't think. I think uh, not only that, I think Belichick is a smokescreen for Kraft. That's a whole separate argument. I mean, I think Belichick's taking a lot of heat for not spending, but I think I think Kraft is a part of that. And Kraft knows once Belichick's gone, he's gonna whoever comes in, it's either it's either gonna be someone trying to spend, like, or it's gonna come out that 
Kraft is the is like the one that didn't want to spend, and he's gonna, and it's gonna be one of those kind well, of yeah situations. I, I just think there's just so many holes on the roster right now with injuries. Like, I don't think Belichick is near the top of the list for things like coaching wise, at least that's that's wrong with this team. So I can't see him getting fired. I, I agree that he'd probably leave on his own terms if he was done. But they have so many other things they got to fix on offense. I think Belichick should not be at the top of the list. I think um, the way I see it right now is that just the off season. Belichick offseason Belichick is probably the worst uh worst head coach general manager in the league by far um if I were to say head coach Belichick the thing is I don't even think we're that bad with Belichick right now I think I think honestly don't I don't I don't think we're one of yeah no no that's what that's what I'm saying I I I truthfully don't think the blame is fully on Belichick. I mean, of course, like I said, it's a 50-50 thing. But I don't even think he's the 50. I'd give him 25, you know? I'd give him 25 purely as a GM. As a head coach, I'd give him, what, 10? Because, like, what the hell is your offense doing? You, you can you can lead the defense to success, which he's done for his entire career. But then you push Brady out. You got rid of the weapons. Edelman retired. And, of course, Edelman's not going to play well with somebody who doesn't play to his strengths. You brought in Cam Newton, who did nothing. You brought in Mac Jones. You battered his confidence by throwing in Bailey, by throwing in Bailey Zappi, Malik Cunningham, Jared Stidham. Just you know, just screwing with him, screwing with Stidham his mind, thinking like, "Oh yeah, no, my my fault." I was just saying quarterback names. Um, mm-hmm. but like right now, Malik Cunningham, fucking like, what are you what are you doing? Third down on every like what we had like thirty. Yeah, I don't. And, uh, I don't. Third and get ten, it. third and twelve, we're like throwing Malik Cunningham. I think they're just trying to mix things up. What are you doing? I think they're just trying to jumpstart the offense. But, like, also, like, but, like, this is my other thing is, like, people were like, oh, start Malik Cunningham. And then, like, this is what's aggravating Bill Pages. And they're like, oh, you should, we should be starting Malik Cunningham. Like, he can't be any worse. Like, and then they bring Malik Cunningham in for a couple plays. They keep, like, they bring him in and then everyone's like, why are you bringing Malik Cunningham in? Like, I'm like, what do you, like, Come and on. don't get me wrong, Mac played terrible. Mac played terrible in the game against the Raiders. Mac, uh, Mac, Mac was like, I don't know, about, I don't know about terrible. He had uh, he had that one bad interception. One really bad really pick. Play, really bad pick. The, they, was, the rest what? of the game, he was not bad. I mean, he had seventy two percent completion percentage. He had two hundred yards. Five. He had what? Five, five feet to the left of Mike Isecki, directly to the hands of a running back on his back foot. Or running back, direct to the hands of, of, of a linebacker on his back foot. Yeah, it was it Henry. Yeah, I knew it was, it was Henry, one of them. Yeah, big, no, tall, that was bad. That played and it was in the was it was bad. in the red zone too. Yeah, that was terrible. But like, that's the thing. Uh, and and I, I'm even then. I think a lot of that problem is like, who set up that play? You know what I mean? Who who, who set up that play where we have no pocket protection? Because Gisicki's a good blocker. Gisicki's a really good blocker. He's more Where of a was our... guy, but he – well, he got – Gesicki got – just ran through by Crosby on that last play. Oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about that safety. And then, then, that, then, then Darian safety... Lowe got ran through, so, like, Crosby ran right through two guys and still – Lowe didn't even him. touch him. Lowe didn't yeah. even touch the guy. He watched he him fell. run right past him. But yeah. uh, I, I, that's the yeah. thing. Like, there's there's a lot of holes in this offense. And by holes, really I mean it's looking, like, it's looking like Swiss cheese. Even a cheese mm. grater would be great. 
But which is weird because the offensive line shows flashes where they could block, and then yeah, it's like times, oh wow, you guys remember other today. times where as soon as Mac touches the ball, though, the, like the defenders are in the backfield and he's r- running for his life, and that's why like you gotta feel for the for the kid because I he think, is running for his life all oh, yeah. the time. I, I think my biggest, uh, I think my biggest like appeal to that right or not appeal. I think my biggest piece of evidence is look at that third quarter against the Saints. Um, our first drive in that third quarter, we had defensive linemen inside the pocket within the first five, within the first point mm-hmm. five seconds of the play. Mm-hmm. Center was collapsing. Uh, who, who, who's our left guard? Right? Is it still Cole Strange? Is he injured? Is he one of the? He's been in and out. I don't remember if he was in that game. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's one of the injury it's report between guys, him that, and City. So I think. That left that left guard position has. Some They're also passion. like, I also I also gotta like review the schedule who we're playing. It's like we're playing. We got the Broncos, don't we? Next, no, next I'm saying like Broncos, no. Well, no. Next team's Bills and then Dolphins and then oh, Commanders. Yeah. I think. Gotcha. We don't gotcha. play Broncos till late in the season, but dude, look look at the, who we've played. Eagles are probably a top ten defense. Dolphins have had a pretty good defense so far. Jets top top five defense. Cowboys top five defense. Saints have been a top five defense. Raiders not so much. But those are those are some pretty damn good defenses we've had to play. Agreed. I, w- I want to see how they do against like Denver or the Commanders. Those teams that their defense. I mean, we we just saw subpar. the Jets beat the Eagles. We just saw the Jets beat the Eagles. And mm-hmm. the Jets, the Eagles have one of the most unstoppable offenses in this league compared to what? Best top three offenses in the league. It's always going to be what? Chiefs. I guess you can throw the Dolphins <laughs> they in there. Forced, or... They forced Hurts to throw three interceptions, but they couldn't get one off Mac. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I mean, it, it's – it's Mac Jones is better than Jalen Hurts. You heard it here yeah, first. <laughs> there's the stats. There's the stats, boys. Why would we get rid of Jalen Hurts? So, honestly, we should just sign uh, Tyron Lue as our head coach uh, uh, for the for the Patriots. What? <laughs> what? All right. Well, all right. Oh. And then let's. I mean, here. Hold on. Let me pull up the Patriots Cross, schedule. I, I do think you said it best, though. If there's a world where we can fire, um, fire. Like, I mean, Stephen A. Smith said it best. I don't know. We've all being Patriots fans seen that clip. Um, if there's a world where we can fire, uh, Robert Kraft, not Robert Kraft. Uh, if we can fire Bill as the general manager, but keep him as a head coach, that's. That's what we do. We need somebody who can what use our funds for something better, building a team that's playoff contenders because we haven't done that, and Bill hasn't done that. Mm. All right, but we so can't me, just get rid of Mass Coach. Let's take a look at the rest of the schedule, and then we can kind of wrap it up. Bills and Dolphins, two tough games. I mean, um, we're losing both of them. Probably let's be, let's two losses. Yes, yeah. yeah. Let's be ninety-five percent sure we're losing both of them. But hey, maybe maybe they come out really pissed off and they win one. Who knows? But then um, we have a pretty easy stretch after that. Then you got the Commanders, who, who yep. like, you should beat. But that should also, be a win. But also, who the, who the hell knows? The I mean, Colts, who, swinging, the Colts who you should beat. But the Colts the should knows? be a win. Richardson's done for the year now, so that's going to be yep. Gardner Minshew. Then you got your bye week. You can a little rest up. Then you got the Giants, who you should definitely beat. Uh, Chargers. This one's really tough because we've owned the Chargers. You have their number. Their offense has been. But also, like... They've been much better this year, so we'll see. Um, and their pass yeah, rush is go. much better. I mean, they're two and three right now, but their offense has been putting up like forty points a game. Yeah, and they're de- and it's just who, they're who's they're a wild card. Who's, who's, 
who's their wide receiver that just got injured? Was it Mike well, Williams? Mike, got Mike Williams got injured in like week two. But yeah, I know yeah. he's out for the year. Yeah, he? he's out for the year. But like Keenan Allen's so good. Keenan, I mean Keenan Allen's still just gonna be great. Until um, then you got the Steelers, who you should beat. I mean, you should beat them. Their defense just... is pretty solid. Um. Oh, the Colts games in Germany. I, I love that. Then you got the Chiefs. Okay, call me crazy. This is a winnable game. I, the Chiefs are just not that good. This they're just not that good. I really, I really, truly believe that their defense is not good. Well, they've yeah, shown the definitely sucks. shown some vulnerability, um, and their offense is definitely their off. Yeah, I think yeah, they're five and one, but their offense is not what it, it usually is. You can expose this team, and and but again, you got to get hot. You got to get hot going into that week, though. You got to beat the Commanders, Colts, Giants, and at least the Steelers, and maybe both the Chargers. Because if you get hot going into that week and you get going, you may start feeling yourself for a Monday night primetime game. The biggest thing is uh, we don't have the fans on our side. I mean, I know that. Well, but if you win, I'm not on. If you go five straight with Commanders, Colts, Giants, Chargers, Steelers, your fans are back in for that primetime game on a Monday. Monday in December, prime like, and then you, then you go to Denver on Christmas Eve. We win. And you should win that, and then you got at Buffalo, and then the Jets in the last week. So, the only realistically, games I one, think two, we're realistically winning. Four, five, six, seven. The I, only I, games I that say you if said? you can beat if you can beat the Chargers and everyone you're supposed to beat, you could get to eight wins. I again, I think everything winning. has to go right for that, but. Again and I, and like yeah, I'm probably being a little bit of a homer here, but there's a lot of teams you should beat. I think we're gonna go. I think we're gonna get three more wins, and I think it's gonna be against the Colts. I think it's gonna be against the Broncos, and I think it's going to be. Um, geez, what was the other one? I was just thinking about it. Giants, Steelers. Col- yeah, Colts, Broncos, Giants. I think we lose to the Steelers. Um, I don't know why. I just I don't know. Mike Tom, mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin. I just I, there's something about him. Um, I yeah. think for sure. We, but, I think for sure we lose to the Commanders. I, th- I think I, we have a very generous schedule to finish the year. Yeah, and you got to get. We, we were gifted. We were. And gifted. If you can get, if we, if, well, we have such a difficult schedule to start the year. I wouldn't necessarily say gifted, but you got to get hot. Yeah, you got to get real yeah. hot. No, yeah, yeah. that offense going. That defense got to start forcing turnovers. I mean, I I don't think it's crazy to say we get to eight wins, but like, yeah, we got to win know. all of those winnable games, and we we can't slip up against any of those teams: Giants, Colts. So we got to steal one from either Miami, uh, Kansas City. We can't or, make mistakes. Uh, LA. That's the big thing. Yeah, hmm. I mean, we got they got to be locked in the rest of the season, though. And you wonder at this point too, with there's been rumblings about guys being unhappy. Uh, how long are guys going to stay committed to the season? That's something to keep an eye on going forward. All right. Yeah. And one one last thing before I just want to yes or no. Do you think they trade for Judy? Do you think they should and do you think they will? Um, I think I think that they should no but both. Bill's Bill's history, they're not gonna do it. I think if the I price think, is right, that's something you consider, but I doubt Bill's gonna do that. I, I go with no on both because I mean Judy's been so bad. Like I don't, he has not been good. I don't know if it's the Denver Broncos system, but because my thing is, everyone wants you to bring him in, but once you bring him in and he ends up sucking, everyone's gonna be like, "Why'd you bring him in?" 
Like the, you, you well, knew he sucked. You knew he sucked in Denver. Why did you think he'd be good over here? And I, I don't even want to deal with that. Well, as as you just want to deal with that. Well, you just said cross. If he's not been, if he's been playing awful, which which he has, he has not been living up to expectations. If you could buy low on him, if Denver's willing to do that, I think you take a flyer. But again, if if they're asking asking price is too much, um, def, definitely don't go for it. Look for other ways to build it. But if you can get him for a cheap pick or something. I'm a hundred percent for that. Yeah, I think I we just, should. I, I just know I know exactly how it's going to go with the fans, and I don't even want to hear it. I think I think we should, and I think we will. Um, reason being is because I think Denver I don't know how many teams are going to even be in on them anyway. Exactly, I think Denver will bite very hard for it if we just throw an offer out to them because they are like a fifth round pick. Their, they they are they are now starting their rebuilds entirely. Like they thought they had mm. something. Like they didn't need to completely workshop the offense. Um, and the deep, they didn't need to completely workshop the team, but clearly, as it's shown, uh, nothing's changed. If anything, it's just gotten worse. I think they're in complete rebuild mode, and I definitely think they start working for some picks. Judy's going to be the first to go. I think Cortland Sutton's probably next. Um, I don't think Russell Wilson's going anywhere. Um, it's just it's too much of a loss to try and get rid of him. But I think we definitely take – I think we definitely should take Judy because, one, it's it, it's another option, which we don't have much of right now. And you know, maybe maybe Max sparks a fucking great friendship with this guy when he gets to the team. They're they're at practice late together. They're you know they're going out to eat. They get a good good compatibility going on, and then they start making money on the fields. And I think I think Judy would actually work really well in our system as well. He's just been used very poorly over at uh over at Denver. All right. Well, I think that was a solid episode. Uh, very passionate episode to say the least. <laughs> um. So hopefully, in the wrong hopefully the next time we uh we talk Patriots, we're going to be on a more positive note, right? Yeah, hopefully we'll yep. be eight and seven by the end of the hey, year. Hey, and 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 again, the best part about the Patriots season right now is the Celtics start in three days. So <laughs> let's go! Hey, Banner eighteen right. coming soon. Yeah, all Get right. The boats ready. All right, sweet. All right, we will see you next time, guys, on Offbeat Sports. Be sure to check us out and get on our socials at Offbeat underscore sports on Instagram and at Offbeat Sports on TikTok. We will see you next time. Call them all, text them.